0: Today, I am thrilled to welcome Bree to the podcast. Welcome, Brie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. What is your question for me today?
1: So my question today is how do I repair relationships that I have neglected while dealing with postpartum anxiety and depression?
0: Hmm, okay. Are you over or are you treated?
1: I am. Okay. Yeah. So you're feeling so- better. <laughs> yeah, it's been a a long road. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. I feel like I'm coming out of it and I'm kind of seeing like out of survival mode and where mm-hmm. I would like to be. And yeah, I just have particularly a couple of friendships that kind of fell by the wayside while I was taking care of myself mm-hmm. that I would like
0: to repair essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So what, what relationships are you wanting to repair?
1: So I have a couple of friends specifically in mind. They're friends that do not live nearby me. So our friendships mm-hmm. mostly like continue through text or calling each other mm-hmm. or that sort of way. One of them, we've been friends for a really long time probably like nine or 10 years. Mm. And then another one is a more recent friendship where we'd only been friends for a couple years kind of before I started dealing with everything. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we didn't quite have all the time under our belt, but the relationship was like, I felt a really good connection with her and it was Mm. important to me. So I'd like to
0: rebuild that. Yeah. So have you had conversations with either of these friends about what you've been going through? I haven't. No. Okay. Okay. So I would suggest that would be a good place to start. Okay. Is to reach out and and say, you know, Susie, I I want to let you know I've been going through a really difficult time for the past mm-hmm. x amount of months and I know that I have not been responsive to your Requests or your texts or your calls, and I want to apologize for that. Mm-hmm. And I also want to share what's been going on with with me and catch up with what's been going on with you. Okay,
1: yeah, that makes sense. I'm. How do I do that? Where it sounds like I'm explaining what I've gone through, but not like I'm making excuses, mm-hmm. because I feel like for both of them, it has been. It took me a little while to realize what I was going through was like postpartum anxiety or depression. Mm -hmm. And then it took me a while to kind of get out of it as well. So it Mm -hmm. has been a good probably two years that Mm -hmm. I haven't really been upholding my end of the friendship Mm -hmm. and that I haven't been very responsive to texts or calls or anything. So how can I explain that without it being like, I'm just Giving excuses. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm worried about is that it'll just be like I'm trying to make excuses.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. So, it does make sense. So, I think you can separate the apology Mm. from sharing what's been going on. So, don't put that all in the same sentence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I would like take one part of the conversation and say, I need to apologize. I have not been there for you as a friend
1: Mm.
0: and period, like don't explain anything, have them respond.
1: Mm.
0: And then, then you could ask them, you know, would you be willing to hear what's been going on with me and have Mm. that be a separate conversation? not a separate conversation necessarily but a separate section yeah. right like a different chapter right. of a book <laughs> okay don't don't, yeah. don't put those into the same chapter apologize and then mm-hmm. leave it at that let them respond and then ask if they're interested in hearing what you've been going through okay that makes sense for yeah sure. so it's it's when you mash those two together Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, I've been a bad friend. And here's what I've been going through. And it feels like an excuse. I mean, it is an excuse, right? Like it's a, it's yeah, a good yeah. reason. It, you have a valid, your experience is totally valid and mm-hmm. and normal to kind of let things go when you're barely surviving your own life. So I just want to empathize with you. Like that's really rough to go through and to figure out and get treatment and get help. And so I'm glad you got help. Yeah. Way to go.
1: Thank you. It was not, not fun. And yeah, yeah, finally realizing I needed it. I was like, okay, got to get through this. But I do feel like there's that gap of like, all right, I've been struggling. And then I can, like, I dug myself into this hole kind of Mm -hmm. for self-defense almost. And then now I can see like outside of the hole and I want to get out of the hole, but I'm just trying to figure out how Mm
0: -hmm. to get there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you've identified a couple of friends that that might be able to help you get out of the hole.
1: I'm hoping so. Yeah. Yeah. I am a little bit concerned. I feel like one of them will be more understanding than the other, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I am a little bit concerned that maybe one of them won't accept my apology or won't they'll just kind of be like you weren't there for me when I was going through something and I don't feel like this is something that can be repaired, Mm -hmm. Um, which I know is I, it's true. I wasn't there and that's a hundred percent valid. So Mm -hmm. I just,
0: what do I do if that is Mm -hmm. the case? You respond how you, with your feelings, like uh I'm guessing you'd feel sad about that. Right. So you could yeah, say, 100%. I feel really sad about that. And I understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And I'm going to have to yeah. grieve the loss of this friendship or the way that it, the way that it has been, right. It might be something, mm-hmm. but it, it'll be different. Right. And, and that's sad and that's okay. Yeah. Like you'll, yeah. you'll get through it and that could happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel
1: like that is something that's, Prevented me from reaching out is that I have felt nervous about A, not knowing what to say, and then B, the reaction Mm -hmm. that I would be getting. And I feel like right now, since I haven't reached out, it's almost a little bit easier right now because if they say no, then I don't. Like right now, I feel like I'm being a sucky friend, but that relationship is maybe still there. Mm. but if they say they're not interested anymore, then that's the end of that friendship. Mm -hmm. And then if on the flip side, if they are understanding and forgiving, then I feel like there's a lot of work that needs to be put into that relationship, which I'm a hundred percent ready to do. Yeah. Um, But that's also another thing. Like how do you I feel like I'm good at building relationships when it's people that are around me that I see on a regular basis. But if it's something that depends on texting or calling, Mm -hmm. I feel like I haven't been as dependable in that sense of communication. And our Mm -hmm. lives have changed a lot over the last couple of years. And I'm not sure how to have those conversations to rebuild that.
0: Yeah, yeah. With these relationships, if if they're mm-hmm. something that the relationship is something that you really want, mm-hmm. you're going to need to take the lead and initiate mm-hmm. the repair. Mm-hmm. So that might mean every Monday at noon, you set an alarm that says "text Sue and Joanna." <laughs> you know, or, yes. like you may have to take responsibility for that, depending on how they mm-hmm. respond. Okay. And so yeah. just know like this is, this will likely be on me to demonstrate that I'm back and I'm available as a friend, even though it's mm-hmm. not natural for you. Yeah. You're the one reaching back out after, after kind of pulling back understandably. So I would just really take the lead and take responsibility for letting them know, like I'm really back <laughs> and I okay, really care. Yeah. Right. And even if just, it's hard.
1: We, yeah being in charge and initiating the conversation Mm -hmm. and kind of keeping it going. Yeah. Yeah, Scheduling
0: time to call or, you know, whatever way you decide to communicate, you initiate Mm -hmm. that.
1: Okay. Yeah. I can do that. I am. What if like, I feel like I'm in a good place right now for Mm -hmm. sure, but I know things can go up and down. Yeah. So and I feel like when I do start struggling again, I I do withdraw. I mean, obviously, the last couple of years have been proof of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be in this place again where I'm trying to repair everything. Yeah. So how do I, like, I feel like when I'm backsliding, I I'm not, like, I can't say I'm struggling right now, so I'm going to go silent. You know, it's just,
0: I go silent. Mm-hmm. So but why... Why is that hard for you to say?
1: I I don't know. I don't know if it's that I have a hard time admitting that I'm having a hard time, mm-hmm. that I feel like I need to be in a good place. I just, I don't know if I, I don't know. I guess like just growing up, I never really struggled with anxiety or depression. It's just been mostly like while pregnant slash postpartum that I have yeah. struggled And so my natural state, I'm just used to being like, oh, it's fine. Like, it'll get better. Like, I don't need help. But then taking that step to recognize, like, no, it's not fine. I do Mm -hmm. need help dealing with this, I think, is not something that I'm used to doing. Yeah. Um,
0: You haven't had practice. Yeah. Yeah. So So I think it's going to be important for you to make a commitment to yourself and to your mm -hmm. friends that you will have that conversation like Mm. I'm going under and Mm. I'm I need to focus on figuring out what's going on with me or my meds or therapy or whatever so I'm gonna need you to reach out more to me for a little bit because I'm not doing well okay is that a conversation you could have
1: I think so it'll definitely be difficult it's not gonna be easy for me to reach out yeah Um, even when I was struggling, admitting it was not easy and there haven't been very many people that I told, Mm-hmm. I think it was pretty much just like my husband and my mom. Mm. And so yeah. it's
0: not a lot of people.
1: No, that's just a couple. <laughs> so I think, um, the friends that I have had, I've been like, haven't told exactly everything that happened. Mm. So I just said, oh yeah, I just struggled for a little bit, but things are good now Mm -hmm. without going too in-depth. And I feel like that works for the people that I saw fairly regularly, but for the friends that I haven't seen for a long time and haven't been upholding my end of communicating or anything. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. yeah. I think even though it'll be hard, it's going to be really important in repairing those relationships. Yeah. But like, I commit to you that I will let you know when I'm struggling Mm -hmm. and I won't just disappear. I will let you know first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That'll be hard to do, but I think I can do it. And I think after just knowing now struggling to talk to them about Mm -hmm. stuff and get our relationship going back in. I think that will be enough motivation for me to know why like, <laughs> this conversation
0: needs to happen, you know? Right. I don't want to go through this but, again.
1: <laughs> right. It's yeah. just mentally preparing myself ahead of time, I guess, because I am hopeful. Like I said, I'm in a good place and I do see how things need to change. And I'd like to keep this trajectory going, but I'm also a little bit cautious just to prepare for the future, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other questions,
1: Bree? I guess a little bit more, like I said, I feel like I've kind of dug myself into this hole and mm-hmm. there and I see where I want to be. And I feel like there are some other things that I've neglected that I need to start doing again, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, our house has just kind of been a wreck the entire time. And like my husband has stepped up fairly often Mm -hmm. to help while I've been struggling, but there's that, or just even taking care of myself. Like I am, this is gross, but like I am bathing more regularly than I was when Mm -hmm. I was at the worst of it. Yeah, And so I feel like there's just things like that that are, I'm still like trying to take better care of, I guess. yeah. So I don't know, do you have any advice really Mm -hmm. on I don't know fixing that or yeah um, yeah kind of replacing those like survival things that I did that were maybe just to kind of get me and my kids and my family through the day mm-hmm. versus building habits that will like grow our family and improve our lives and get us to kind of more where we want to be versus just surviving.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what support can you mm-hmm. build in? To make that happen, what do you need in order to take better care of yourself?
1: Mm, I think some of it is probably just time for myself. Okay.
0: So, how um, are you going to get that time?
1: Well, a big help will be we've been with COVID, we've been homeschooling for the past mm. year. Mm-hmm. But our kids will be going back to school for the next year. So, it'll mm. just And my husband will be back at work, so I will have more time at home. It'll Mm -hmm. just be me and our baby, basically. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that will
0: be a big help. It will, but that's not time for you. That's time with your baby. That's true. So I want you to think about how you can carve out, even if it's 30 minutes a week, Mm -hmm. time to be just free. (laughs) Take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. So building in support is going to be really key okay. in all of these areas. So, yeah. and that may be your husband takes on and keeps doing more of the housework, or it may be yeah. you have someone come and help clean if, if your resources can allow for that, or, mm-hmm. you know, how can you build in the support that you need right now as you're recovering from this traumatic experience over the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, I do. We have a little bit of family support here, but it's not something that I could confidently say that I could reach out to. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think I have a couple of friends. I mean, they're, they have a decent number of kids that keep them very busy too. But Ah. I think if I, I mean, A, opened up to them and let them know kind of what I've been going through. And then I do need more help than I've asked for. I do definitely think they'd be willing to
0: mm-hmm.
1: help me get that time.
0: Yeah. So there's a theme here of asking mm-hmm. for help, asking for yeah. support, really mm-hmm. sharing, being willing to be vulnerable with what actually is going on. And that's yeah. going to be the key. That's a bummer because it's the hardest. Um, <laughs> And but. life teaches us the things that we need to learn. And so yeah. this is your chance to learn how to mm-hmm. let people know you're struggling and ask for help. So that's a good thing to learn.
1: Yeah, good, hard. <laughs> it'll be worth it. Yeah. But
0: yeah, it'll,
1: yeah. It's something new.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. What, what are you going to take with you from our time today, Brie?
1: Definitely reaching out when I need help so Mm -hmm. that I can take care of myself and not let so many things slip away. Um, As far as my friendships, reaching out there and apologizing for my absence Mm -hmm. and um, separating that from explaining why I was absent Mm -hmm. um, and being president and taking initiative to help repair those relationships. You got it. Doesn't I was, I was say did I miss anything? No, I think you I, I think it? that okay. was
0: I, that's what I got from it too. <laughs> okay. So I think you're on track. Well, thank okay. you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate yeah. you.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I've followed you for a super long time, so I love getting to
0: talk to you. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks yeah, again.
1: Of course.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at DrJulieHanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com.